What's going on, everyone? This is episode 40 of Damn That's Good with Big Selena's Big Selena's Barbecue. A little bit tongue-tied there. Uh, but this is episode 40. Like I said, we do got a nice little fun episode going on for you. Uh, so without further ado, I'm Randy Salinas. Of course, I'm going by my brother, Junior Salinas. Uh, we do got a nice little fun episode for you. Uh, so let's get this party started. What's going on? All right, right. welcome. I've got an echo. I'm sorry, personal uh, technical difficulties today, but welcome to the episode. This is a good episode. We've got a lot going on here. Um, I still hear an echo. Oh, it's my computer still. Uh, anyways, like I said, technical difficulties. We're trying some things, so definitely go check us out anywhere you get your podcast or YouTube. Hit that subscribe and like button at Big Selena's Barbecue because we're actually we're live when we did this. That's why we're having the technical difficulties. But uh, we just want to see what on uh, from there. Definitely go check it out. Uh, this is going to be a great episode. Uh, we will do a. Since we won't be on the air before then, we'll go ahead and wish uh, live to our producer, the mad scientist that gets everything edited, ready for rock and roll. Chris, he will be turning 40 in a couple of weeks. Uh, so happy birthday to him. But let's get it to it. But first, thank you to all our sponsors. I'm not going to try because Randy knows I don't know <laughs> who they are. Yep. So go for it. Yeah. Shout out to our sponsors. Holy Smoke Spice Company, Brothers Keeper Barbecue. Prairie Fresh, uh, Meat Hugger. Uh, they are for any of your butcher paper needs. Look them up on Amazon. They got some great product. Uh, and then, of course, Mad Cow Cutlery. Check all those out. Um, give their products a try. Let us know what you think of them. Uh, but we do, like I said, we have a fun episode going on for you. Um, he mentioned happy birthday to Chris, our producer. Uh, but this week is also our father's birthday so happy birthday to our father uh the og pit master uh his birth actually tomorrow uh, but we're going to celebrate that <laughs> with them on saturday uh so happy birthday to both of them uh we hope y'all have a good birthday we wish you more happy birthdays in the future um but let's get down to it we both did some cooking over the weekend uh what did you cook over the weekend or over the past before few weeks before we get into that before we get into that let's get into our small business shout out first and then we'll go into what we cooked because we did okay. definitely do some cooking i want to get into it i've got one uh for you today if you don't have one that's okay because not everyone again if you do want a shout out hit us up uh junior salinas at facebook or randy salinas at facebook or big salinas barbecue or damn, that's good with the big things. Where we say, hey, give me a shout out, and we'll shout your business out. Tell us what you want us to say. Mine this week is none other than Mr. X Man himself, Big Kano, Texas All Purpose Rub. It's an all purpose rub that goes good on everything, no sugar, some good garlic, good black pepper, good black pepper, and a little bit of citrus. Everything you need is a great flavor. Uh, go check him out all the social media, TikTok, uh, Facebook, YouTube, at Big Kano Barbecue Show. Definitely go check out his show because he's definitely been using it, Big Kano uh, Barbecue on Instagram. 
Uh, you can go straight to his Big Cano Texas all-purpose shrimp on Facebook or go hit up Texas Extreme Barbecue, throw up that X uh, from there. But if you want to go buy it, definitely go buy it. You can't go wrong with it as well. You can go to Joe's Meat Market in Roy City, Prolific Butcher Shop, and Papa Joe's in Fort Worth, Texas. So definitely go hit up him and go help him out because he's always uh, as well helping out the kiddos as well. So go check out Big Kano and his all-purpose rug. He's, he's got some good business. stuff. Uh, my small business shout out is uh, Texas Brisket Biscuit. Uh, they are now in U.S. Texas. Uh, I think it's twenty three ninety Fuller Wise Road in U.S. Texas. Uh, she's got some amazing brisket biscuits. Uh, those brisket biscuits they do have our noble rub in in there, uh, but they are delicious. Each one, each flavor does come with its own unique butter um, so if you're in Ulysses, driving through Ulysses, take that detour um, check them out let them know randy with big Sinus barbecue sent you uh, and of course if you don't want to make that drive out but you're in the dfw area stop in at any central market location and pick you up some delicious brisket biscuits um, they have some green hatch chili she has a bacon and white cheddar She's got like 18 different varieties for you to pick from. So definitely check them out. And again, that's Texas Brisket Biscuit. And that's TX Brisket Biscuit. Follow her on Instagram and Facebook. So now we're going to get down to what we cooked over the past couple of weeks and what we've been up to. We're going to start off with... Uh, we do. Let's do it. Uh, I cooked some some ribs one day, uh, tried it, brined it in Dr. Pepper, set it overnight, and then did some, uh, cooked it in there with just our holy garlic. I think it came out fantastic. I'm always a little leery about how the stuff tries out. Now I guess I know how Randy feels when everybody tries out his food, as you want to know their real thoughts. Uh, Randy simply said, I ate five of them, so there you go. Quit asking me because uh, I didn't like it. And he's the truth because if he doesn't like it, he's not going to go back to it. Uh, we then tried, as we were waiting for the ribs, it took a little bit longer than I would have liked, but we had a uh, possum to deal with that morning that sent me back a little bit. But uh, then we throw down some sausage uh, that was really good. So we kind of munched on that. And then some wings, we that did grilled that up. Uh, one of them, I don't remember the spice. I want to say it was the noble rub on it. I could be wrong. On the uh, chicken wings? No, it was your chicken rub that we yeah, tried. Chicken we rub tried out your we chicken rub. The, uh, the, the Cajun two-step uh, by the salt cracker. Uh, so his was awesome. His had a great little spice. I've actually put that on some paint. Uh, we did uh, breakfast yesterday for dinner and I put it on some F like a fried egg and it was really good. Gave it a little spice, but it's not overpowering. So it's not like, oh my God. Uh, so those came out fantastic. We did some steaks the other night, came out awesome. Finally getting it down, getting your the seasoning, the blend, the mixture. Uh, and then of course we did some hamburgers and not the day you took over on eating duty. Uh, and I thought those came out really good. Some smash burgers um it's what they ended up kind of being regardless so uh and those came out real well what have you been cooking uh so we cooked some uh what we cook uh so we cooked some sausage we went down to blue bonnet 
meat company in Trenton. Uh, they got some amazing good jalapeno and cheddar sausage. Um, they said their hash sausage is pretty good. Uh, we got their bref- breakfast sausage, which is really good as well. Uh, small little store, so if you're interested in checking them out, like I said, Blue Bonnet Meat Company, but we bought those. Um, and then we also went ahead and did the corn ribs for the first time, but couldn't find any of the regular corn cobs, so we just used the frozen ones. Um, you can definitely check out the TikTok or you know YouTube channel for that video. I'm sure our producer Chris will insert that video in here for y'all to watch it. When you're watching corn ribs. All right, y'all. This recipe is very simple. I uh, use take the corn, cut it in half, cut it in half again. We went with the mini corn because we couldn't find the regular corn in the cobs, and we just used the frozen ones. Sometimes you got to use what you can get. Uh, but once you get them done, we're going to glaze it. We use two tablespoons of melted butter, a tablespoon of our Big Salinas barbecue pork rub. Mix that together, glaze it, hit it again with some pork rub. Put them on the smoker at 225. Whole time, whole cook time took about 40 minutes. About 25 minutes in, you're going to turn them. In the last five ten minutes, you're going to turn them on the kernels itself, just to get a nice good char on there. And then the sausage, we use equal portions of mayo and sour cream. So about you know a tablespoon and a tablespoon, and a one teaspoon of cilantro puree. Hit that with some hot pork rub. Look at those babies. Give it a try. Give this recipe a try. Pork rub and they were delicious. Um, I loved them. I definitely give those a try. And someone someone did mention to try to do it some fried corn ribs, so we might have to try that in the future as well. I uh, agree. You basically did grilled elote is what I'm thinking of. Not to the extent you didn't have the chili powder and the stuff, uh, but you really, that's kind of what you did there. And it looked amazing. He didn't bring any over to share. I don't think there was none for him to share personally. So uh, I'm not too mad at him. It all, it happens, but uh, it looked amazing. So go check it out for sure. Uh, Like I said, he did. Uh, I was laughing there a little bit. Not at what you cooked, but the fact that you said it was dad's birthday, which I forgot. His birthday is actually tomorrow. Um, and then we found out the same that you that he, I don't I've got his name. Well, apparently I don't have his name because his name is spelled wrong. Which doesn't surprise me if you know anything about the Salinas. Spelling is not our forte. Nope. We're not going to win a spelling bee contest. We're just not. Um <laughs> Spelling and, en- and the English lang- language is not our forte. As we'll dive into on our next se- segment with someone in there, how do you cook a pork butt? Pork butt. Yeah, pork butt. Uh, okay, I didn't put the other key mm-hmm. in one of them. I don't know, whatever, but everybody knew what I was talking about, whatever. Uh, we'll get into that in our next segment inside the pit. But yeah, those the corn looked amazing. Uh, I'm excited to do. Uh, to try it ourselves, like you said, the fried, 
the you know stuff anything he mentioned fried I'm, I'm game to do so let's let's do it um maybe we'll try it uh this weekend i don't know we'll see but uh what else you got you put out the question on a tiktok do you want to go ahead and dive into that yeah we can dive into it um yeah so i posed the question of what is um one barbecue accessory you'd recommend um, that we should have or we should look into getting. Um, and some of the answers were kind of what I mainly thought they were going to be. Um, I'm pull it up real quick so I can name those off. Um, so most of the answers were very kind of generic. Uh, my answer was a good meat thermometer. Um, which that was on there from several people, a good cutting board, um, some good sharp knives, um, as someone needs to buy themselves a good sharp knife. I bought one. And a I knife sharpener. If you don't already have them. a good knife sharpener, buy a knife sharpener. I bought that too. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you and Mags both said gloves. Uh, if you're going to get high heat resistant gloves, check out Magnus Chef Gloves. Uh, I think. Uh, Pit Light Barbecue has a coupon code of Royal21, I believe. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, some other ones were a kettle grill. Um, you know, of course, not good knife, sharp knife. Um, and then a couple of people said uh, thumb spine gr spice grinder. That's mainly for competition cooks. Um, you want to use it in... Yeah, just like a little thumb grinder. Um, You've seen me have it in, in the yeah. barbecue trailer. But, but it's basically it kind of let, allow you to hit the meat for more or more flavor. Uh, so that's mainly for competition cooks. Um, and then, of course, someone did say uh, a good cast iron. So many things you can do with your cast iron. Um, butcher paper. And of course, he's got those Magnus Chef gloves right there. Um, and of and course they're we'll on. Come, and, yeah. and that's really the thing. These gloves are worth it. Um, you said it best when it comes to these gloves is buy another pair. Um, because one pair. you want one for the meat, one for your coals, and especially me. And I, I put it out there. And at TikTok, it was very quick. and had to get to the point. With the heat-resistant gloves, you were going to – I added too much heat, I added too much coals, or I didn't add enough. Or if you're doing a stick burner, you need to add a log to the wood. These are going to be good um, because we've been at competition. We've been in the backyard cooking for a customer and you take it from the warmer and then you put it in there. It's hot. These I've held, I've done the test. I've held hot coals and it's perfect. It really does uh, do what its job is. The thermometers, great. The knives, I didn't even think about that because, yeah, we had some, I had some dull knives. I got a sharpener. I got the, the more of your trimming knife. I think that was going to be a little bit more important for me than the long one. Uh, I could probably run to uh, Restaurant Depot or something and grab one of those uh, one day um, as we go do some other stuff as brisket uh, goes from there but uh yeah you definitely that, I like sharp knife i definitely like that list for sure uh some good charcoal is a definitely must accessory um depending on what you have like i have the weber kettle so i use the chunks i like the chunks instead of the chips because then i can get the pecan wood which we love 
Uh, and then I still have some chips in there. I've done the pecan cherry mix and it's, I did that with the steaks the other day and it came out phenomenal. Uh, I can't think of any other accessories, a beer holder maybe. I mean, cause yeah, that's, that's what someone else said was uh, <laughs> if you're doing like chicken, get you a beer can holder for the beer can chicken. Uh, if you have like, you know, a kettle, if you have the Weber, Weber kettle grill, uh, maybe a rib rack holder. Um, and again, a lot of it was all kind of the same stuff, you know, knives, cutting boards, a good smoker or a grill, butcher paper, thumb grinders, thermopins. Um, and of course, you know, some good seasonings, but, you know, we're, the question was mainly about the accessories. When you're thinking of accessories, you know, that's your knives. Um, barbecue utensils, gloves, uh, those types of stuff that's going to kind of help you with the cook. Certainly, you know, helping you overall is definitely getting you some good charcoal. Um, knowing which one is better for long cooks and which ones are better for short, short cooks. Um, Absolutely. And, and like I said, do what's good for you. Um, a grill cleaner, a scraper. I've got the brush and people say you got to be careful at which one you buy because the micro particles will come off. Um, I've read some stuff. I've done a little research that is true. Uh, there's about five or six that they really recommend if you're going to go that route to get. I've got one of those. Um, we'll get in that different, different topic for a different day on how to clean it, which ones to go with from there because um, you certainly want to keep your, your grills clean. You spend the money on it. Um, you definitely want to keep them clean, keep them in tip top shape. Uh, but I do like the list. Like I said, you can't go wrong. Um, a, a cooler, a beer. Yeah. Someone says that. <laughs> Cause let's be real. We, that's what we do. And, and we've do, we've thrown down some beer. We've done some brisket or some ribs and we'll just sit there and we're drinking. It is hot. We're not doing, we didn't do it too much this last cook. We were inside more than we were ever. Uh, when we did try the brisket on the kettle, we were outside. We were drinking all day pretty much. 110 degrees, I'm inside. I got time to stand outside. Uh, make it quick uh, to the thing. But uh, I can't think of anything else that you could possibly need. Like I said, uh, accessories, find, find a charcoal, find stuff that's right for you. Uh, because that's what this podcast, and that's what we're about do what's best for you. There's no wrong way. Yep. There's no right way. We're not trying to tell you our way is the best way by no means. If your way, if you do it your way and your family say, Hey, I do live this way, or I cook it this way, or I use this and it's my family loves it. Then, Hey, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, I'm going to support you and I'm going to help you uh, just like we do with our small business that we're going to, we want to go to the top and we want to take everybody with us. Uh, that's our goal. And uh, we want to make, we want to inform you on the barbecue knowledge and not uh, put you down or anything. So uh, we'll go. That kind of brings, you know, to the, to that video that I did, um, <laughs> you know, before that question, which was basically the biggest thing is at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is what you and your family, as long as you and your family enjoy it. Um, and then of course, the other one was the barbecue rules. There are no barbecue rules. You can do, Whatever you want, the sky's the limit. However you want to cook it, cook it that way. If that's how you like it, and it comes out perfect for you, then keep on doing it. Don't let everybody else tell you, no, you're doing it wrong because it has to be done this way. It doesn't have to be done any certain way. Because uh, like you remember, 
the briskets that we enjoy now at one point in time are kind of just thrown away. They were just, you know, uncookable, what people kind of deemed. So someone came along and said, you know what? I'm going to cook it for a long period of time. And then lo and behold, you know, years later, now we have the brisket that we have today. So someone tells you, you got to cook it this way. You don't have to cook it that way. Like I said, there are no barbecue rules. And that's the truth, because I remember growing up, if family members did briskets, they did, they marinated or they put beer on it Uh, and they did it their way. And that's how they were taught. And when we, you did yours, dad was like, I don't know what I've done. And they're like, let's try it. And now it's like a forgotten thing of how he cooked his thing, but he cooked briskets very well. We loved it when he cooked briskets. He, you know, we now see how long it takes in the process with it. Um, yep. If you cook it certain way, do it. Like I've been watching some videos, you know, you YouTube it, you're listening to podcasts of everything or you're TikToking, whatever. And you like that method, try it. Let us know, hey, this this worked for me. Um, it did. Right. Some people, it's, it goes back to the argument, Randy, where people are like spritzing or no spritzing, binder or no binder. If you've done it this way and you're like, my family eats it up, tears it up, then that's yeah. all that matters that at the way. end of the day. You're spending your money to make it for your family. That's how it is. And even like us that cater for different people, uh, for cater for weddings and all this other stuff, if they like it, if we're cooking it this way for catering, they love it, and they we get more business out of it, then great. They tell us, hey, I wish I went to hire jobs catering. You're okay, we need to figure something else out. But when it comes to us and cooking it for what we like, we're going to do it the way we want to, uh, and that's it. So, uh, But for sure, um, it's just totally different. Like I'm sure, you know, we bring up the barbecue broker. We haven't brought him up in a while. He probably cooks his at home different than he does for the restaurant because he's got to make that meat you got to make it last. It's too expensive to not expand it and make it use for everything you need. But yeah. do it your way. We will love it your way. I promise you, you're not going to hear any negative out of us. Whether you make your own ribs, your own sauces, your own meat, your own rubs, your own whatever, definitely give it a shot. And if you buy something, try it twice. Don't just, and this was nasty. Try it twice, try it a little bit different the other way. And hey, you never know. You might like it. So, uh, but interesting. Uh, what else you got? That's a good question, Randy. I mean, I you got to keep those TikTok ones going. I mean, that's a good, what accessories do you need to do? And I just got to I mean, there's a lot of them out there that, we, you know, we can't think of the top of our head. That's why I posed uh-huh. that question, because there's some stuff that you come across on TikTok or Facebook or Instagram, and you kind of forget about it until someone brings it up later. Um, so that may kind of help someone buy it. You know, me or you may need it. Um, you know, comp- competition cook may need something kind of, see- and they've seen something. They make uh, that's it basically is- what it's all about, is just kind of right. helping everyone continue to get better cooking. Um, but definitely, yeah, we'll definitely keep doing that. Um, they make an accessory for the Weber kettle that I've seen, and I'm sure you can use it on whatever, and it takes up about a quarter of the side. You put your coals in that and you can light it on one end and snake it across. And then it has a little space for water and you can put your water stuff in there and, or your moisturizer, whatever you want to call it, uh, on there. I would 
use it. But that's an accessory that you see a lot, like my Weber kettle, I'd like to have the stand that goes next to it so I can set my meat there and have a little bit more grill. I think uh, Johnny Mag and some other people have it. I've been looking on it to try to buy maybe a used one um, on it or something that I can attach to it. So definitely attachments to your grill. Don't forget about those uh, for sure uh, as you get going. But uh, anything else? Uh, you got, oh yeah, you got some good covers. Um, if you don't already have like a good cover, get you a good cover for it. Uh, That's the truth for a back on those backline one, or not the back, yeah, it's a, the uh, Blackstone ones. The yeah. ones kind of like you have, if you don't cover those, they rust and they, they rust, yep. bad. But we'll get into how to clean stuff like that. Uh, like I said, different, different, different shirts, different shirts. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, uh, yeah, that's how we, good. that's all I got. Uh, Tell you what, why don't we move into uh, inside the pit? Why don't you get that get that started? All right, let's do it. So this is the inside the pit segment where we talk about things that are going inside the pit, whether it's meat, whether it's products or whatever. And again, this is our opinions and our opinions alone. We do ask us questions to several of the groups that we're on and uh, whether it's the North Texas Barbecue Addicts or it's, uh, the new Texas Extreme Barbecue. We got some great feedback, or it's damn that's good. We're basically this one that we ask that question to, or the New England Pitmasters. Like I said, any one of these groups that we're on, go hit them up, add them, tell them Junior Randy sent me to. I want to learn to be better at barbecue or at smoking. This is where to go because uh, they love to share your feedback. They will give you positive feedback. It's never negative. If it's negative, they actually kick the people out uh, most of the time. So I asked the question. What's your favorite ways to cook a pork? Apparently, I don't know how to spell pork. You don't know how to spell. <laughs> I told you we're not good at spelling. What's your favorite way to put, cook a pork But We teased it last week. Before we get into everybody else, Randy, take it away. What's your favorite way to cook that pork butt? Uh, so mine is just kind of simple, just hitting it with some holy garlic and hot pork rub, uh, putting it on the smoker just how it is, uh, and just letting it go. Cooking it to about 170, 165, 170, I would say. Um, you're basically cooking it to color, to get the color you want, whether it's dark mahogany red, um, you know, kind of like, you know, a little bit on the black side. Um, whatever color you prefer your pork butt to come out to, you're going to wrap it when you get to that color you like. Um, it could be 150, 160, 170, maybe if you're going uh, not wrapping at all. But it's basically put it on, season it, put it on, uh, letting it go, spritzing. I like to spritz mine with apple juice just because uh, I like that sweet and savory um, taste in a pork butt. Um, that's how I like it. Of course, once you wrap it, wrap it in some butter. Um, you want to wrap it with your spritz, apple juice, water. You want to put brown sugar, um, whatever you want, barbecue sauce. You want to try that. Um, so many different ways, different things you can do with the pork butt. Um, but wrap it, cook it until it's tender to when you pick it up, it kind of feels like it's going to fall apart. Um, and you basically pull it off, let it rest, and you pull it apart and, and enjoy it. Um, that's how I enjoy it. Um, certainly some other ways that I've seen is <laughs> scoring the fat. Um, I don't like to score the fat just because, like I said last week, there's that little muscle in there between the fat and the meat that everyone refers to as the bacon. Um, 
And that's if you cook the pork butt, you know, correct. It comes out delicious. If you give someone the bacon or you try that bacon and they're that bacon's going to tell you how good it is. And it's just kind of like, you know, biting something that I'm like, wow. Um, I like that bacon in there, especially the money muscle. Um, so that's why I say I don't like to score the fat because I want to protect that bacon in there. So that way when you pull that fat off, you can see that bacon kind of stick to it, pull that off and enjoy it. Um, and it's kind of like a, you know, pet master privilege. Um, but that's, you know, that's my go-to pork butt. Uh, what's some of the answers that you got? Uh, we, like I said, we don't, I don't discriminate against any method that you use. You do what's, it goes back to our comment and we're doing it just because we've seen some stuff on TikTok since, Hey, you're not doing it this way. You're not doing it right. I'm breaking down. No, no barbecue rules. There's no rules in barbecue. There's no need. So to show you this, I put it out there, and this guy's a really good cook. I've seen some of his stuff. I'm, I'm just going to say his first name. I won't say his last name. His name is John, uh, and I'm not even going to say what group he's on. <clears throat> but he said he likes to cook his in the crock pot, low and slow, for 10 hours. And he makes a good pulled pork that way. And that's basically when you cook a pork butt, that's basically what you're making. Yep. Um, said said they'll take the butt, they'll put the favorite rubs, some honey, brown sugar, Place it all over uh, the fire and let it cook low and slow for 225 till it reaches 165. Then they wrap it uh, and then place it back on the thing till uh, 205. I'm sure you're adding some spices in there. A lot of people said 250 till they get to 160. That's actually a video I saw uh, today on it where he wrapped it at, he cooked it right around 250 on the Weber kettle, about 160. Uh, there, um, and then he says from there he'll pull, he'll wrap it and pour in a DP uh, at 350 until 205. Uh, so the 350s probably something else I, I'm missing on there. But uh, a lot of people, like I said, a lot of it's rubs and stuff. But a lot of them. Here's the question that we'll ask: Was we'll get back. We'll, I'll ask you now. A lot of them say when they put their seasoning, they wait. 30 to 40 minutes before putting it on the grill. Do you agree? Do you like that method? Yeah, that's what I do as well. I season everything before I light the fire, with the exception of kind of chicken, um, just because you don't want the chicken to be waiting out for so long. Um, but you do want that skin to you know be dry before you season it. Um, but yeah, you know, pork butts, briskets, um, I will season everything first leave it on the counter, and then I'll go and turn on my fire um, and get it started that way. Certainly, um, like the restaurants, from what I've seen on YouTube, is they will season everything, put it on, then they'll light the fires. You can do it that way, too. There's, there is no wrong, right or wrong way. It's whichever way you prefer. Um, I just think you, I prefer to have the meat kind of sweat and draw some of that uh rub and see all the seasoning that you put on it kind of in to kind of enhance the flavor of the meat um, versus kind of throwing it on and hoping someone can taste the bark. Um, this is my opinion. Uh, agreed. Uh, and the podcast that I saw or the video I saw it on YouTube, how to barbecue, right? They do great stuff. 
uh, all the time, um, do great interviews on their podcasts and their videos. Uh, and this was just, I wanted to see how, because you look at a video and I look at it as I see somebody doing it on a drum like you have, or a stick burner or a Traeger. Well, yeah. I don't have either one of those three. So I want to learn it on something I have. And that's another key thing is YouTube something, or if you're going to look at it, what ask these people, hey, what are you cooking it on? So that way you can get that good recipe. Uh, other ones have said, like they said, it pretty much is consistent, low and slow, 225 to 250. A lot of people with this one, they spritz every once at 30 to 45 minutes i've seen about an hour every hour to 45 minutes to an hour you want to spritz it with whatever you want to spritz it with some people will use apple juice uh they'll do a vinegar yeah, apple, apple juice mix. vinegar water yeah whatever you you want to use uh apple cider vinegar and apple juice 50 50 mix or something like that um so use it what you want again um the that was a lot of it here. You know, they'll, they'll slice it. Some won't cook it as much so that they can not make pulled pork. They can do it a little different. And then before they rip it all apart, they load it down with the, uh, the sauce. So that way they don't, you know, people can grab it, make their plates and move on. Uh, there was one I wanted to read here. Uh, what you know they smoke it for anywhere between four to five hours throw it in the pan with some red chili sauce and onions and cook until tender this is uh he makes it for sure tacos and burritos by george cano jr he's a chef so uh he takes a lot of what he says <laughs> and does it from there uh it just depends on what you want uh for it one said it's a good way to make poor man burnt ends uh you know yeah and that's kind of where you get the scoring from on that fat as you can pull that up and, and do it and then you can do your cubes from there and make those uh from there and that's actually what they showed on that podcast uh on how to do it right on that video was basically the burn ends and he even said it was like a poor man's yeah. burn ends yeah i mean uh, there's so much things you can do with the pork butt um, I'm telling you, it just kind of depends on what whatever your flavor you're looking for. Um, you know, if you want to go just sweet, sweet, savory. If you want to go hot, um, you know, there's so many different things you can do. Um, and of course, like you don't have to spritz. Um, some of us will spritz just to kind of help it um, draw some more flavors in there. Um, you know, because it is all about layers and layers of flavor. Um, trying to get everything to balance so that way when you bite into it. You can be, you know, wowed. Um, you know, it's just, it's not like, you know, course going to a competition um, where you're trying to get, you know, the money, muscle, and all that, pork cooking, pork butt at home, season it, put it on a smoker, grill, cook it till it's tender, pull it apart, put it in a sandwich, put it in tacos, burritos, whatever, uh, whatever, nachos. <laughs> um, it will be some good nachos. That is the the fact there uh and then yeah like i said it pretty much is the same even uh johnny mag sent me one that on he uses it on his kettle uh uses the same method then he'll wrap it at uh cooks it to 165 then he wraps it uh to at 165 then to about 205 then he lets it of course we've talked about it to her blue in the face he lets it rest for two hours 
so definitely, and that's the key with, I think I'm learning on it is the, the resting process uh, on it. And I know some of y'all, I've been asked personally, it's like, you don't rest. You don't know, right? When we're at the competitions, we're at the thing, Randy generally is the cook, I'm, I'm the timekeeper. To, 10 minutes of churning before and after. I, I need to know the rules and I'm the one that takes it and goes, yep. when it comes off the grill, that's all Randy, how it's cooked, what he turns in. Half the time, I don't even know. I find out when y'all find out when I look on Facebook <laughs> and I see the picture. Oh, or, or the lady looks at it. Oh, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that's my job. Make sure we're, we're there turned in when, when we want to do it. Uh, certain competitions, I'll do it different, but we, you know, uh, so that's the thing. And like I said, when you're cooking your pork butt, do it again the way you want to, how you want to do it. Um, all these different methods, all these different smoking to here. The main, main consistent that I've seen is 165. People then take it and wrap it uh, and then put it back on there. Add some season, add, uh, wrap it up. I've seen one that will actually add his barbecue sauce and stuff then. So that it soaks in there and it's a little bit more juicy. Uh, do you do anything like that when you're pork butts? Do you add your sauce or not with the pork butts? Uh, like I said pork butts, I use if I'm cooking it for home or catering. Um, it's usually just kind of uh, like if it's on the smoker smoker, I'm using this wrap it, wrapping it in butcher paper uh, and putting you know the apple juice spritz on there. Uh, maybe you know putting a little parquet butter on there, um, anything like that. Um, you know, I don't go too much into it, you know, for catering. Um, back home or competition, certainly we're going to put, you know, butter, um, brown sugar, you know, any kind of glaze, barbecue sauce, um, just to kind of help, you know, build a bark and, you know, make it tasty. And so yeah, there's so many things you can do with the pork butt. You can't go wrong with it. The only thing you can do is undercook it. Um, a lot of people will kind of tell you, you got to pull it off at 190, 195. Don't worry about the temperature. Worry about tenderness and doneness. Um, the meat, just like a you know brisket, it's going to tell you when it's done. The only kind of thing you have to kind of worry about is, you know, temperature-wise, like chicken, and stuff like that, we can get people sick if we don't cook it to a certain temperature. Or don't cook it all the way. Um, you know, but pork butt, like I said, you just, you just go by feel. And when it, you know, like I said, when you grab it, it should, you know, make that whenever you grab it with your fingers, if you push it in, it should just kind of make an indention in there. That kind of tells me it's ready to come off. Uh, you know, and just like I said, I'll pull them off, let them rest, throw them in a cooler. Just so that way the juices kind of soak back up a little bit. Uh, and then I'll put it in a pan, you know, shred it, and it's ready to go. And then that's when I would add the barbecue sauce. And at the end, uh, you can add some of that as you back and then add a little bit of barbecue sauce in there. To me, that's, that's how I prefer it. But if you want to wrap it in barbecue sauce, hey, go for it. Do you just know how do that turns out? You. <laughs> the guy showed it best. If it has a bone, it's a pork butt that has a bone, which a lot of them do. When you know it's done, and that bone will start to yeah, leak out a little bit, out, yeah. and you should almost be. And he grabbed it. Obviously, 
had some heat resistant stuff because it is hot. Don't just grab it with your bare hands. He pulled it and it came just right on out. And you know at that point it's done. There's no more cooking uh, that it could be. And he, he didn't let, let it retch too much because he was ready to eat. He was cooking it overnight. Uh, and then he was never going to do it for lunch. And then he was ready to go. So uh, do it for you. And like you said, if you try method and you have this done, you say, hey, I do it this way after hearing it. Let us know. Shoot it in the comments to the, on YouTube or hit us up individually. And like I said, we'd love to share and learn uh, because we're all looking to learn new things, new better ways to do it. Yeah. Uh, because as we've stated, there's no rules to barbecue and people that think there's only one way to do it, they're wrong. Uh, I, I will say it right there, they're wrong. There's more than one way to do it. Uh, and it's which way you, the cook, like it the best because you, the cook, are spending the money on the meat. Period. Yep, certainly. <laughs> Period. So, uh, and it's not cheap. So you find those deals. If you have those deals, definitely share them out. But anything else on pork butts you would like to share? Uh, nothing on pork butts. Uh, I mean, any other question you want to throw out there? Anything else you want to share on inside the pit? We're going to dive in on that. On what, I don't know if it's going to be the next episode. But it will be an episode we'll dive in on actual pit maintenance, how to clean your pit uh, on it. Uh, just because there is that thing. I mean, we've gone to char charcoal, this and that. Uh, the one thing we've never talked about, and a lot of things there, we won't even talk, so I'll ask you, which you don't, do, is there a certain starter to light your wood or charcoal that you prefer? I know you don't use lighter fluid. Somebody popped the door open on you. I know you don't use lighter fluid, but what do you use? Uh, so I use uh, some tumbleweeds, or I will use the um, smoking schools fire starters is what I use. So I'll use one of those two. Um, there are so many different things you can use. Um, so my go-to would probably be the smoking schools fire starters. You can check them out on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Redneck. Red uh, Roach, um, he's got some amazing fire starters made here in Texas. Um, he ships them out. Um, certainly, you can use some tumbleweeds. Royal Oak has a good tumbleweed. Um, Oklahoma Joe has some good tumbleweeds. There's so many different ones you could use. Um, you know, but that's my preferred method. Um, okay. Now, you can also, if you want to go, you know, if you have leftover butcher paper from your brisket save it and you can light, light a fire that way. Um, if you've got a propane torch, you can use that, but be careful with the propane. Make sure uh, it's a little bit of ways away from the fire uh, and make sure you're not, you don't have a lot of propane leaking out. Uh, so definitely if you're going to go that way, be careful with it. Um, but yeah, I would just go with either butcher paper, um, or tumbleweeds, or those smoking schools, fire starters. I know you forgot, I, I don't know if you said it on your first thing, your question, but what about a chimney starter as a must-have accessory? 
Did yeah. you say that or did I miss that? I might have missed it. I think I think we missed it. I think we yeah, missed definitely. it. So that's another one. Started, yeah. The the chimney starter, because then you can set it in there. Set, you know, especially if you have like a Weber kettle or you have a charcoal grill or something like that. You can set those up. You use it for your drums. You put your desert ones and then you just set them on there and there you go. Uh, but you have for your drums basically a box that it comes with and then you just pick the whole thing up and set it. Uh, so drop it down. Yeah, and drop it down in the thing. So uh, from there, but that's interesting. Court, but I think you wanted me to ask a certain question, but I'm not remembering what question you wanted me to ask. No, I just wanted to know if you had another question. Usually you have questions after, after the fact. Uh, I always have questions after, <laughs> after the podcast. But what about this? What about this? Well, why? What well, why? What's that? Yeah, uh, what's that? What's yeah, that? no, I mean, the, the other thing is this, you know, with it being hot here in Texas, if, you know, if it's 100 and something degrees, uh, humid, uh, just stay hydrated, especially if you're going to be around, um, you know, smoker, grill, uh, make sure you do have, you're drinking some water, Gatorade, Powerade. Uh, if you want to drink, you know, beer, drink beer, just make sure you're staying hydrated. But I'd recommend drink, drinking some water every now and then so you don't get dehydrated. Um, definitely, you don't want nobody getting sick. Um, definitely stay hydrated, especially in this weather in Texas right now. It's, you know, like today was 107 or 100 and something like that. Um, I know it's, it's, it's hot very early and very late. Uh, so definitely stay hydrated. And then, of course, public service service announcement. Um, oh. Always make sure you either have a fire extinguisher or a garden hose in your backyard, just in case a small fire may break out in your backyard or your front yard. Who knows? Someone may pop some Roman candles and light your backyard on fire. Have one accessible. <laughs> I'm not going to blame it on my nephews. But they are part to blame. I'm not going to fully blame it on them, but they set they almost set the whole backyard on fire. In yeah. uh, this in hot weather, when there is no rain, there's no gonna, rain. Even if you're just lighting the lighting, you know your fire, um, or you know having an overnight cook, and you're you know certainly in using a smoker, wet that area where that area is where you're going to be cooking at, just in case, um, and have something there, just in case if you come out. And you know, coal hits the grass, and it just starts. You know, starts a fire. Have something there, just in case, so you can put it out. Absolutely, uh, that's a great public service announcement. Be safe, especially uh, like here in Texas, the, the grass is dying. There's not a mother You can't water. Uh, we had uh, issues with our water here so we actually had to stop watering this week i don't think we're allowed to water till like nine or something tomorrow uh i'm just gonna let it go and then i'll turn the water stuff back on uh, maybe over the weekend see if we can water but you, the grass is dying i mean it's just uh, it's just too hot it's just you can't they can't make it uh, so definitely be safe out there with anything like that especially if you're using like a chimney starter one you set it there and amber could could go and, and, and catch it just takes a little bit to make that spark. So be safe, definitely stay hydrated, uh, but keep on grilling. Cause like you said, it may be hot. That is not going to stop us from wanting to grill. Not, Cause there's nothing like cooked grilled food, but 
whether it's chicken, whether it's whatever, uh, that may be our next thing for Inside the Pit, is how do you cook your chicken? Uh, so that's what we'll do next week, and then we'll, we'll, we'll tease in the uh, cleaning your, your pit as well, potentially, but that's not going to be a popular topic, I don't think. <laughs> how to clean, how to maintain, grill, maintain, maintenance. I <laughs> uh, don't see it being that popular, but we'll see, you know, like I said, so that'll be our tease for the next episode. Uh, as well for inside the pit is how do you cook your chicken because we cook some wings on there right over the right over the coals on using the snake method as the ribs were cooking and they turned out phenomenal uh, and they cooked fast I think what 20 30 minutes if that so uh, but that's all I got on them too. that is all I've got for inside the pit you got anything else uh, nope yeah that's all I got for inside the pit definitely oh. Look for next week, uh, but we'll dive into our next one, which is around the pit. Close the lid and let's talk about around the pit. Yep. Where we talk about everything around the pit. Generally, it's sports, it's football. Let's just be real. We don't do politics. Well, we do. I'm not going to say we don't. Uh, we do. Uh, we usually don't know what we're talking about too much, so we don't talk about it that often. Uh, but it's around the pit as the football season is getting closer and closer. Uh, baseball season is continuing. They still got months to go, a um, couple months to go. But we really don't do baseball. That's usually what we have on this time of year is baseball. Uh, we're not talking basketball because it's summer league and blue. Um, so, but it's usually football 24-7. We're in Texas. Football is king. Uh, what do you got for us today? had a good topic class. Have you thought about what you want to talk about? Yeah, I do got a topic for you. Uh, and you kind of asked the, someone, basically we're talking about it in the truck on the way back Saturday. So it may kind of sound familiar. Let me kind of go with it. Uh, you had to think your favorite team. So Cowboys, you know, Rangers, Stars, whoever. Out of those, out of your favorite teams, who would be that one person you personally most associate that team with that player, or that player with that team, I should say. Someone asks you, who's your favorite player of all time? Yeah. Uh, cowboy, that Cowboy that basically you see him on the street, that's, that's what the Dallas Cowboy is and should be. He represents and embodies that Dallas Cowboy. I would say it's not Dakota Prescott. Now, for me, it would be the person that you were almost named after. That's Randy White. And it's all played. If I look at him and you go, that's the Cowboy. Dallas Cowboy, 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 that's a Cowboy. Uh, as you talk about players, favorite of all time would be a very, would be a 1-1-A, would be close to Emmett and Romo. Uh, for me, I think I'd probably lean a little bit towards Emmett. Uh, but if I'm talking who, if you had to give it to one thing in body to Dallas Cowboys, it would be Randy Watt. Yeah, I, I would say that. Uh, 
Not. Not, not Roger Starbeck? No. <laughs> Ca Captain America, what they thought, he was good. Do not get me wrong, he was really good. He did a lot. He served his country, everything. He definitely ranks up there. You cannot take it. But I, he's not the greatest cowboy ever, in my opinion. He might be for some, but he's not. He's just not. Yeah. I mean, me, you want to talk about greatest cowboy ever. Um, I mean, he's probably, for sure, he's top top five, top ten for sure. Um, but certainly, you'd have to probably say maybe Emmett Smith is up there. Um, you know, Randy White. You know, maybe people will say, some lot of people probably say Jason Winton. Um, you know, nowadays, uh, you know, so many different answers you could say. Um, and then speaking of 22, I know you saw it on TikTok. You saw my answer on TikTok. What is your opinion to all the haters who say Emmett Smith is not a top five running back or the best running back? of all time, because he had a great line in the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, let me get this straight. You're talking about the one where it had it. Sweetness, Walker Payton, Bo Jackson, Barry Sanders, and, and Emmitt Smith. Smith. Yep. One had to go. One had to go. And everybody yeah, – Those right there. Because of offensive line, he had that could, offensive line. And Sneaky asked, Sneaky said, if you're talking about someone who didn't do – did a lot with not much, then that person can stay. He kind of contradicted himself, in my opinion, which came up my answer, is you look at Emmett Smith and the Dallas Cowboys, if you watch the film, the Dallas Cowboys, after the Super Bowl, did not have great offensive line. Especially when he was with Arizona, and he almost hit 1,000 yards. After the last Super Bowl, the offensive line went to poopoo. Uh, and that's the thing. That's the knock. When Emmitt Smith, people say, well, he had a great offensive line. He had a great offensive line. And, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. I really truly can't. But I'm not opposed. If you want to talk about those four backs, if you want to look at the overall work of it, to me, I would not have an issue with Emmitt coming off of it and saying those three were better than Emmitt. Whatever. You can make an argument one way or the other. But Emmett Smith, like my throat hurts. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott like does things that people that Barry Sanders couldn't do. Barry Sanders was not gonna block anybody. He was not gonna pick up that blitz linebacker oh. like he does, like Emmett did. The reason and Troy says this, and Irvin says it's the reason they were that good is because there was a lot of times he picked up that blind side that got by the offensive line and gave Troy that extra second or that extra couple seconds to look downfield or whatever. Uh, Emmett did all that. And, and Sneaky in his post says, I'm not going to talk about the shoulder game, and he ran all over the Giants. Well, he did a lot against your team. Your Giants defense is that time were very good. It wasn't yeah. like they were a slouch defense or anything like that. So uh, you can't take away – I mean, Walter Payton was Walter Payton. 
Uh, Bo Jackson was a beast. Uh, he put Bo Jackson ran over Bosworth. Bosworth did steroids. Yeah. You're, that that was, list basically yeah, became no. who you taking off between Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith. And who did you who did you like more? It, Barry Sanders was phenomenal. He he'll run ten yards this way, twenty yards the other way, yeah. then go back thirty yards and he's gone. But Emmett throughout his career never once had a game where he finished below negative yards total. Barry Sanders had several of those games. Where at the end of the day, he ran for negative yards. And people want to say, what's well, his offensive line? They blitz. He didn't have anything else either. What held Emmett out was Troy. What held Emmett out was Novacek. What held Emmett out was Irving, Harper. Everybody, like you said, it takes a team effort. They all were good to do it. And it's not like they went undefeated and dominated every game yeah. on it. So I didn't agree. Like you said, he, he's just a cowboy hater. And they're going to say it. But like I said, I don't have a problem if you're going to go overall back and you put Emmett at fourth. Okay, cool. If you want to put him behind Marcus Allen, I'm okay. Yeah. But he, that's what he yeah. stops is at five yeah. no matter what. Yeah. If you're now, if you talk about most complete back, for sure, you have to leave him in the Most complete back would probably you be, have to. you know, he's, he's up there because of what, what he did in the passing game. Run game, pass blocking, all that, and that's the reason why you know I keep telling you why we should the Cowboys get rid of Zeke when Dak needs Zeke to be blocked. Zeke does a lot in the passing game that people don't like because they want Pollard to be that back. Well, you're gonna you, if Pollard's that guy who's gonna pick up those blocks. Is it going to be Pollard? Is it gonna be tight end? Someone has to do it to pick up that blindside block that Emmett used to do to keep Dak from getting hurt. Correct. Because if you go through a net of quarterback of having concussion issues, let's say, you know, with Dak, if he breaks his ankle again, will he come back from it? You know, hopefully it don't, but we're just speaking hypothetically. You don't want that to happen. So you have to make sure you protect him. Uh, which is why, you know, that, that kind of, that was my opinion on it. Uh, as you can say, you had a, a great offensive line because and, and Cowboy fans know we didn't have a great offensive line all the time. And it's he came into the league, what, 91, 90, 91? I think it was 91. Uh, and it wasn't like he just 2,000 yards every season and then once the Super Bowls ended, it just stopped. And he was the, No, he never hit 2,000 yards in his career. He was very consistent and very durable and very healthy and did things the right way um, that he can. I mean, he did miss games, concussions, and uh, the, when he hurt his shoulders and this and that, but he, he still hit over his yardage. And I don't care. It's To me, when you look at, okay, well, he had an offensive line. He had this. To me, it's the same thing as, okay, well, this person writes their songs. This person doesn't. This person has somebody writing their songs. Well, this person still has to ex execute that song and make it their own so that you, the listener, love it. So they're still, yeah, you give a little edge to this person that took the time to write it that has that creative ability as opposed to the ones that don't. But you still have to own it so you don't take any credit away from them at all. Um, so yep. that's what it is. Uh, and then the other question I have is, well, you know, 
training camps coming up. Uh, the fans kind of proposing the question of what position are position group are you more excited this offseason to see how they do? Is it you know defensive back, receivers, quarterbacks, line, running back? What's that one position group um, that when it comes to watching preseason, um, when and if we watch it, what's that one position group you're kind of looking at and seeing, okay, who's going to step up? Really? You know I don't watch preseason games. You want to watch preseason. Then the starters don't play. I'm going to turn it on and go, none <laughs> of the starters are expecting to play. I'm going to hear Babe Lofferberg talk. I'm going to be like, Let's go to yeah. Food Network. Here it comes. Uh, if I had, one that I keep, I keep here's the thing. I don't watch. I don't like to watch preseason yet, but I do keep an eye on based on what they're doing in camp, watching, you know, getting my stuff here and there. So, the one area I would like to know what's going to be great is going to be the offensive line. Uh, are we going to be back? Are we? How are we going to do it? Because they've gotten these people. You know, Chris is all excited. They drafted this one dude, the next Tyron Smith. Let's, let's, let's calm all that down. Let's see how they're going to perform coming out, um, you know, from there. And let's see, you know, do we have a kicker? That's another thing. Do we have a kicker? We, don't, we have the one that we had that one game. We brought the one dude from Texas Tech. And now do we have somebody that's going to prepare and be a kicker for us? Um, there, defensive line, you know, can we get to the ball? How are we going to do, how are we going to act there? So uh, those are my areas. I think that I'm most interested in watching, most interested in, in seeing how they do uh, from my point of view. What about you? Uh, I would probably say the, D, the DBs. Um, I'm more interested in seeing how um, those guys progress, um, you know, especially, you know, um, you know, the ball hawks corner that we have that everyone um, kind of loves. I um, think he's the best cornerback in the league. I'm interested in seeing how he progress. Um, you know, that's going to be kind of interesting to see this offseason to see how they continue to get better. Here's my thing, and you brought it up. Who, and I've seen TikToks on it, and a lot of it's from a lot of the TikToks that are out there about talking bad about Cowboys are from Eagles fans and Giants fans. It's very, you're already, you know, against us. So, whoever said last year that Diggs was the goat of cornerbacks? I yeah, I don't know who said that. Uh, I've never, I never heard that. Um, and then they want to say, well, this and that. And I heard a comparison with Ramsey this and Ramsey better. He that, Ramsey gave up yards too. Yep. Randy Ramsey was getting torched. And if it not have been for an offsides call that should have been called in the last play, Donald was offsides, clear as day. There should have been a flag. If he doesn't get through that line, Jamar Chase is free again. Running right by him. Oh, he was open that last play. And, he was he open. Was up, he got away with the call. So, it is, like I said, it is what it is. But um, the cornerbacks is a good spot. There's a good thing. That can we continue to build um, on it safety-wise? Can can we get better? Because um, I don't think I look at the roster, I don't see it as good as it was last year. But we'll see uh, from there. Any other teams, any other players you're interested to see 
what happens? Uh, certainly, I mean, the offensive line, I think, needs to progress. Um, certainly, you know, the draft pick that they got uh, is kind of putting in work this offseason. Uh, it's kind of funny how a lot of people hate certain draft picks the Cowboys get lately, uh, but they somehow managed to prove everyone wrong that year. Uh, you should, you're looking like that. You and Chris didn't like Michael Parsons. Y'all didn't like that. Yeah, I don't like Michael Parsons. Y'all didn't like that. That pickup linebacker, but look what he did. Uh, besides, you know, people didn't like late, you know, Van Der Esch, but look what he did year one. Um, then he got hurt year two, um, but he's still a good linebacker. Um, so definitely, you know, get props to the, to the draft. Um, but yeah, we'll see what they can do this look year. At it, look at it. <laughs> Michael Parsons. Okay, he proved me wrong. I'll give him credit. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna take that away from him. He proved me wrong, but. Um, can he can build on it? I think they should have used him in more of a blitzing as well because he added when they blitzed him, he generally got pressure on the quarterback. When they decided, no, let's back off for whatever reason. Then uh, I think another year under uh, what is it, uh, Dan Quinn, he's going to be better. They're going to figure out how to use him uh, a little bit better. Uh, I'm not opposed to them this offseason. I wanted them to make a big splash name wise. They didn't but that's okay. Uh, I'm not 100% against it or anything like that. So, um, well, we'll see. Uh, any other players outside of the Cowboys that you're keeping a close eye on? Outside I mean, Watson the Cowboys? still hasn't been suspended. Um, uh, beginning to think maybe he's not at this point. Yes. Um, outside of the Cowboys, any play, any team or players that you're just like, hey, I'm going to keep an eye on him because he may do good things. Not, none that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, and Carlton's Cook, what's going on? Thank you for joining. Um, outside, I mean, of course, I think uh, Watson is fine. I think now there's reports coming out saying maybe two to eight games. I think the NFL has to suspend them just because they can't, they cannot not suspend them um, because it makes, it makes Goodell and the league look bad if they don't. Um, And they're more now about making themselves look good in the eyes of the fans. Um, But, you know, if if it had been, like I told dad, if it had been, if it had been Dak or anyone on the Dallas Cowboys, he would have already been suspended. I'm going to take a look at Zeke, um, who didn't do anything. All the evidence pointed that he had nothing to do, didn't hit the ex-girlfriend, nothing. He got suspended for eight games just because he's a Dallas Cowboy. Uh, even, you know, the investigators said, no, he didn't do anything wrong. Don't suspend him. But he still got suspended, uh, which is, you know, in my opinion, if it, had, if it had been a Dallas Cowboy, he had already been suspended. But it's uh, not. We'll see what happens. Uh, I want to look something up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, certainly, the other players I'm kind of looking at. It's kind of interesting to see are the tra- the receivers that got traded. Um, you know, Brown. Um, who's the the uh, Adams that got traded? Um, Tyreek Hill. It's going to be interesting to see if they have a down down year with the new quarterback. 
those are the ones I'm interested in, in seeing is how those new connections come up. Uh, okay. So I was interested in, we did a mock draft the other day for a fantasy. I don't think this person got picked up. But they suspended for one year Calvin Ridley for betting $1,500 on a game. But yet, Deshaun Watson, who makes women uncomfortable, wanted a woman to stick his finger in his booty hole, jack him off, whatever, and they're dragging their feet about it. And then Zeke, who was proven did nothing wrong, the girl tried to set him up. Oh, he gets this game. Yep. And now, if, he, if they give him less than six, it's ridiculous. He needs to be, you set a bad example for the NFL. This should be, it should be, I would be cool with eight. I think I could settle with eight in my mind, but a year makes more sense to me, just say, like, hey, look. And the people are like, well, he didn't play last year. That should have counted. No, he chose really not to play. Yeah, he sat out because he wanted to be traded. He wanted uh, to be know, traded. He, he wanted out of Houston. Um, and certainly nobody blames him for wanting out of Houston because it is one of those, you know, dumpster fires. Um, but at the same time, uh, looking back now, Houston did help him a lot. You know, they're the ones that kind of helped instigate a lot of it by paying for the hotel rooms. Um, but, you know, like I said, that's one of those things where just gonna, we have to kind of just wait and see. Um, they may kind of drag their feet until week one and then say, you know, you're suspended for four games. If he even gets suspended, we don't know. Um, the longer it goes, it could be no suspension. But certainly, if he gets suspended for any amount of games, uh, Houston – or not Houston, Cleveland is going to be hurting. Uh, if he gets suspended for the whole year, uh, Mark Cooper, you just fell from being top 10, top 15 receiver to – I hope you're able to get some passes. My, my heart goes out to him. It really, yeah. truly does. You went from a good situation to a bad situation. It wasn't his deal. I didn't want him to trade. If they, I, I didn't. I rather them keep. I understand they got rid of him because he's going to require money, and Gallup is a cheaper option. But I just feel bad for him. But it's one of those things. If you were going to pay him a hundred million dollars, then why did you? Why did you pay him? If you're going to trade him later, why? Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things, you know, with Zeke and Pollard, because they're both uh, free agents this year. Um, you know, if they're going to keep both, they're not going to keep both. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, because if Pollard has a great year, someone may come and say, you know what, we're going to offer you, you know, $15, 20000000 million a year. Um and you may see him on a different team. Um, I would have been okay with the trade if they would have went ahead and locked him up um, for more years, um, in my opinion. Uh, but is there anything uh, else you want to talk about around the pit? Around the pit. 
that's all I got for right now. I'm interested to see uh, when it's going. Their football season nears sooner and sooner. Um, as I was looking up some stuff, I wanted to see if, if certain people got drafted in, in that draft. So I was doing some uh, some things because I don't really do much research when it comes to fantasy football as I used to. Um, it just it is what it is, kind of wing it uh, from there. So, but that's all I've got for today. I don't have anything else for inside the pit. No other questions for me. Anything from you? Uh, no, I mean that. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, we talked about it all. We gave the questions that we proposed on TikTok. Talked about pork butt. Um, certainly, if you have your personal favorite way to cook a pork butt, um, let us know. If you have your favorite seasonings that you like to use in pork butt, um, let us know that below. Um, check us out on TikTok, YouTube, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to us on Twitter, um, all those social media sites. So you can stay up to date on what we got coming um, on our podcast, all that kind of stuff. We're going to be doing more lives. Um, we're just kind of testing this out right now on YouTube. Um, and then, of course, we'll go live on Facebook and all that. We'll have some guests coming up. Um, I know you have one in mind, actually, one or two that you in mind. I'm working uh, on you it. Want to <laughs> I'm still working on one. I don't think we're ever going to get that one, but we'll see. Nah. nah I'm giving up on one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, we got one guest that's probably going to come up maybe next week. One that I've asked to try to get back on the show. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to tee who it is or anything like that. Because I don't want to put anybody on the spot. But uh, then I said, hey, let's get you back on the show uh, for sure. Then you never know. We might just have a local backyard cook come out um, on there for sure. Because those are, those are cool too. I see people that cook differently as well. Yeah, I think, um, I think next episode what we'll do is we'll talk about the chicken pet maintenance and all that but we're gonna bring back some people we'll bring in some guests and we'll talk about how to help backyard cooks get better um so we'll have our backyard panel next next episode uh, did we reach out to tiktok dude see if he wants to join this show whatever we'll have people on here um some people that you know um, people in those groups, um, we'll ask them. We can get them on. Great. Uh, we want to have people, you know, cooking on Weber kettles, you know, uh, pellet smokers, offsets, variety of different things. So that way, if you have a certain question, you cook on a certain type of grill or smoker, we can help you get, get better at it. We're just getting into it. Um, that's what we're about. Is helping make sure you able to be king in your backyard um, and build that confidence level up um, and all that kind of stuff. If you want to get into competitions and all that kind of stuff, uh, let us know. And we'll definitely help you along the way if we need to. Um, if we go to cook one and you want to cook with us, you can cook side by side um, and we'll kind of help each other out. Um, you know, I got my own things that I do. So, I mean, we'll kind of we do as need, much as we can. We do need to do a competition again. We're just going to have to uh, suck it up and do He's it. He's going to fork uh, over all the money and buy all the meat. You heard it here first. He's buying everything, and I'm keeping all the money. Boom. First. <laughs> <laughs> I might help with some of it, but I ain't going to help with all of it. 
No, uh, we'll see we some things I get worked out from me first, and then we'll, and, we'll definitely see. That's correct. And we have some people that come out um, as well that just come out, hang out, drink some beer with us, ask some questions. Uh, they just want to see what the barbecue thing is all about. Hey, uh, we've we've had it where people are like, hey, I have a trigger. I'm thinking of doing one. Okay, cool. Let us know. Uh, we have generators. You can borrow to plug it up if there's not power out there. And sometimes there's not. So uh, definitely, by all means, hit us up. We will help. And generally, when you're out there at a competition, everybody helps shop because they want to beat you at your very best. They don't want to. They don't want to sneak a win. And when by forfeit, they want to beat you at your very, very best. So that's what we'll do. Uh, again, let's hit it here. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, my small business shout out was Big Kano's All-Purpose Rub. Definitely go try it. He, he's got some good stuff. That rub is really fantastic. Uh, Joe's Meat Market, Prolific Butcher uh, Shop, or Papa Joe's in Fort Worth. Or you can hit him up at Chris Kano on Facebook or Big Kano. A barbecue on Facebook, Big Cano All Purpose Rub, our Big Cano Barbecue on any other social media site from there. Uh, and again, it's hot out here. It's hot wherever you're at, probably. Stay hydrated, stay safe, so we can see you down the road. Definitely, like I said before, check us out on all social media sites. Uh, follow us here on YouTube, so hit that like button. Let us know if there's certain, certain content you want us to put out. Maybe there's a how-to video that you're kind of interested in seeing and let us know that so we can definitely get with um, you know Chris and try to put out that amazing killer video for you you know he's got some ideas that he wants to kind of do we just kind of got to plan it out once it gets a little bit cooler to be outside and filming everything like that um, but like I said follow us on Instagram Facebook uh, TikTok because uh, we'll be asking some barbecue questions every now and then to kind of keep that engagement, especially if we're going to be coming here on the podcast. Uh, so check us out on all those. Uh, and we're going to stay up to date on what we got going. We hadn't already tried our stuff. Give it a try. BigSleansBarbecue.com. Uh, my small business shout out was Texas Brisket Biscuit. That's TX Brisket Biscuit. You can check them out at 2390. Fuller Wise Road in Euless, Texas. They said 18 different varieties for you to pick from. If you don't want to drive out that far, it's certainly fine. Uh, I know for me it's like an hour, uh, but it is worth the drive if you want to make it out there. If you want to see someone in Fort Worth one day, make that detour, pick you up some biscuits, take it to their house, eat them up. Tell you, I love uh, or stop at any Central Market uh, store, pick you up some biscuits. Brisket biscuits. Those are my favorite. But those that's my small business shout out. And of course, like we always say, give our stuff a try. You never know. You just may get hooked. Big taste, big flavor, big saliness. Of course, cook with passion and cook with love. And we'll see you down the road. Keep smoke rolling. <laughs> the original five levels are big. Healthy, husky, fluffy, and damn! People ask, what could be bigger than damn?